Welcome to the 158th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Oh, man. Can you freaking believe it? Who knew? Been a while. Flu powder. We traveled via flu powder. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The chaos. The chaos. Happy holidays, everyone. Probably. (laughs) Is that what we're at? Maybe. I don't know anymore. Lost a little track of time. Time means nothing. It's a flat circle. Mary, stuff your face full of food time. Yeah, 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 that one. Pretty much. That is that is this time of year. And a happy Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> when do we get to air our grievances? Constantly. <laughs> if my math is correct, everyone is recovering from Christmas. Hanukkah has finished, I believe, eight days. However, Kwanzaa just started. This should be December 29th. Well, yeah, because that's today's date. Yeah, absolutely. My birthday just passed. Yeah. It's my mom's birthday today. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday. Hi, his mom. Oh, happy birthday. And happy birthday to me, too. There's something wrong with my computer. It does not say that date. It says a much earlier date. (laughs) (laughs) Robert. Robert. It's probably the goblin math. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Goblin math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Last time we were here, you guys had a beautiful RP episode with the leader of the Grey Maidens who was sounded like she was repenting from everything she did. Who thinks she's a vampire? You saved two acolytes of Phrasma from starving to death. Then you went to this, uh, the weird mouth statue and Twin Talon whispered sensually to it, consume me. And off you zipped down a 3000 foot drop basically, into this cavern. And for Rob's sake, and Rob's sake only, this room's original purpose is hard to discern, as most of the floor and walls are collapsed into sprawling rubble-filled pit. To the north and west, jagged ledges 20 feet above the ruined floor each give access to an ornate double door framed in worked stone. Well, to the northeast, a 10-foot-wide, 5-foot-tall passageway slopes downward. Overhead, much of the chamber's original construction appears intact, featuring an inverted model of a strange gothic city with miniature spires and towers extending into the room like tiny stalactites. Now, a couple things we're going to talk about out of character. Wanted to say thank you, Sean, for remembering that I have a five-second goblin attention span. Now, would you mind describing the room? <laughs> Do any of you have scrying spells? Spells? No. It's a very mature thing for you to do, Sean, is just ignore. It's very mature. Because you can't scry while in your, you're in this area. Ceilings are eight feet high and five foot wide passageways and 12 feet high and 10 foot wide passageways. Unless I say different about the room in the room description, that's how tall the ceilings are. I only need to know that because of Rob. (laughs) Are there any other questions that you all have? So to the northeast, it looks like the passage continues. Does it do that or actually does it stop? It actually stops. Okay. So the only ways out of this room are via the two doors, one to the north, one to the west, or by pelvic thrusting into this crevice again and uh, getting us through to the other side. Yeah. I have a climb speed, so I can get up either way and scope. I'm a lead climber, if that helps. You're a what? Lead climber? So I think if you're making the athletics check to climb, that means you could help people? Yes. 
I am just so abysmal at athletics. I took the elf racial trait or uh, ancestry trait that gives me a climb speed, so I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> Question. <laughs> yes. Can we see the top from here? Like the top of the like the ceiling, or just like the edge of the pit where we'd be out of the pit? Yeah, it's to the west and to the north. You see how it kind of gets a little bit brighter? Mm-hmm. That's where you would need to go. It's kind of a difficult climb. It's a little bit. I mean, depending on who you are, <laughs> Soraya would just walk up it, and then Brianna and who and I probably aren't going to have any trouble getting up. Tasani can fly, so could Jasper. Okay. Okay. So as you land and you're looking around the room uh, and you're looking up at this weird, like, city thing above you, without warning, flickering dark flames on the city streets above you flare up and the sound of an entire city populace screaming an alarm fills the room. What is happening? Unfortunately, you all failed to see this hazard. No. And you all need to give me a basic fortitude save. <laughs> what the? The Game Master has rolled like 20d6. What is happening? Don't fail the roll. And I'd like to point out that my, my die bounced off of his wall of dice and rolled back a little bit, so who knows what I would have had. All right, let's go down the list. Christine, what did Soraya get? 39. 39 is a success. You will take half damage. Okay. She's a juggernaut, right? Uh, yes, I am, so I get a crit success. Oh, you are, so you take no damage. <laughs> Good remembering. Haya, what did Brianna get? And I got a 42. That is a regular success, but you're a juggernaut, so that's a critical success. Good. Ooh, what did you get? 34. 34? Ooh, who, me? Is a regular success, but now that is a critical success. Yes. Matt, what did Twin Talent get? 37? That is a success. You'll take half damage. What type of effect is that? Sonic. Okay, so it's not death or negative. No. Okay. And Rob, what did Knife Sword get? 31. That is a fail. Would you like to use one of your two hero points? No? Too early. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. So I did not roll 20d6. That is a exaggeration. I rolled 18d6. Oh my god. My bad. So those of you who critically succeeded are taking no damage. Those of you who regular succeeded are taking half damage, which was... Actually, Jasper and Jason needed to roll too. Oh, oh that's right. And Rob, you failed, so you'll take all 65 points of damage. Oof, oof, oof. Oh, this brings me back to level seven. <laughs> Jasper gets a 38, so he takes half damage. Tasani gets a 23. That is a failure. Actually, 23 is a critical failure. I will use a hero point. I've got two of them, so I'll use one for her. All right. Reroll that. 26. 26 is a regular failure. And just this obnoxiously loud noise is going on in this room. Jasper Cope's bike squawking loudly. So now that this has gone off, we're going to roll some initiative. You're going to go, somebody. (laughs) That's generally the effect that's happening to us. You're going to all be bodies. (laughs) I assume we're rolling perception for this. There's not much option for much else. Yes, that is it. Uh, Perception is your only option, really. Let's start in order. Christine, what did you get for initiative? 38. 
Okay. Haya, what did Brianna get? 28. Heidi, what did Ooh get? 32. Matt, what did Twin Talon get? 39. Rob, what did Knife Sword get? I'm sorry, what? Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> Knife Sword got... A 32? Is that, what, is that what you want? You want my shoe size? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. All right. So the first person up is someone you don't see yet. Okay. So a vampire opens the door and shoots their short bow at Ooh. I'd like to call shenanigans on that. Shenanigans has been called, but doesn't go... You tell me this vampire drew their bow, moved, opened a door, and fired in the same turn? Mm. Man, you know what would be weird is if they had a quick draw. Ugh. All right. <laughs> That'd be real weird, wouldn't it, at this point? <laughs> they haven't up to this point. It's the same token. So. <laughs> does a 42 hit you, Heidi? Yeah, it does, but it is not a critical. Oh. Ooh, max damage. Oh, my gosh. 14 points. Well, and that's its turn. So next up on my list is... What else we don't see? You see this one has a long sword out, jumps down, and will swing, move, move, and swing at... Ooh! It just leaps down and does not take any damage from the fall? Nope. Gross. Vampires, I expect they also have like cat fall or something. I know, but it was cool when we were the only kids with cat fall. Now everybody's got it. It's not cool anymore. <laughs> 32 to hit you. Ooh. And that's a solid miss. Boo. No, ooh. <laughs> Matt? Yep. See yourself out. All right. Insert walking sound effect here. It's a good run. <laughs> Next, uh, I'm going to unhide this, even though it's not really a person or a thing. It's the hazard. But just so you can see it on the initiative tracker, it's just called H-A-Z-R-D. <laughs> All creatures in the area make a fortitude save as this noise starts to roar even louder. All creatures, does that include the vampires? A creature without, nope, not the vampires. Sorry. Why? Isn't it Sonic? Yeah. We'll talk about this afterwards, but there is a particular reason why they are not affected. Well, here's Jasper and here's Soraya. Oh, I would like to talk about one thing real quick before any I even look or do anything for this attack. Technically, technically, animal companions and familiars do not go to dying. They instantly die. But we have a house rule. <laughs> I think that's stupid. Damn it. I think because animal companions and familiars are important to characters and just the way, like, you would be too afraid to use them otherwise. I think that they should get the dying conditions. I agree. Is everyone okay with that? Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I just wanted to, I wanted to ask you guys before, you know, people may or may not start losing creatures. You know, I want to make sure everyone's cool with that. So, all right, let's go over what was everyone's save, starting with Christine. Uh, so Jasper got a 40 and Soraya got a 32. Jasper passes, Soraya fails. 32 is a fail. 32 is a fail. So I think it just happened. It's like 34, I think, was the DC. 33, but yes. 33, okay. You're fucking kidding me. Nope. Ugh. Do I hear a point that or do I just suck it up? I'll suck it up. <laughs> All right. Haya. Brianna got a 43. That is a critical success. Thank you. Heidi. Got a 41. 
critical success. Matt? Twintalon got a 38. Saisani got a 28. Tisani failed. And you got a 38. That is a success. Okay. Any hero points or anything like that? I only have one left. Okay. She has 98 hit points. Hopefully it won't take out 98 hit points. All right. And Rob, what did you get for Knife Sword? I got a 21. Ooh, that is a critical failure. Yeah, I think I'll use a hero point. Yeah, yeah, good call. Good call. I think it's weird that a trap can go off and then go off again before you ever have a chance to do anything about it. Well, I got a 28, which I think is probably still bad. It's a failure, but it's a regular failure. Okay, well. I agree with Matt's thought. Twin Talon is taking 64 points of damage. That's half. Oh, I'm sorry. Nope, that was full. Sorry, I'm taking full damage. You're taking full. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tysani is too, but. Matt's taking 32 points of damage. Soraya's taking 64 points of damage. Ooh is taking nothing. Jasper is taking half. Tisani is taking full. Tysani's taking full damage, yeah. Okay. Brianna is taking none, and Knife Sword's taking full. And that knocks him to unconscious. Womp, womp, womp. Well, be seeing ya. He is dying, Uno. Nope, I am stabilized. Oh, no, you're stabilized. You're just unconscious. Uh, to our listeners, we have an amulet that does that. Yes, your your amulet goes off. All right, Matt, it is your turn. Okay, so Twin Talon is going to use two actions to cast Heal Companion on uh, Heal Animal, whatever it is, on Tysani. Yeah. That's 88 hit points. True. And she's still not up to full. No. <sighs> that was a lot. Okay. Where is this hazard? It's the entire, you know, the city that is the ceiling is the whole thing. Now, you don't obviously have to get up there, but you could use thievery or occultism to try and disable it. Then I will try to use thievery to disable it. All right. Are you a master in thievery? I am. Then you can. Go ahead. Right. And I have the better thieves tools. 36. That works. I messed up, so I'm going to fix that real quick. What did you, what happened? The reset time is one hour on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we shouldn't have taken that. So I messed up. Uh, so Matt, I'm going to say you do disable it and I'm going to give everyone back the hit points that they took. So knife sword, you are still conscious. You did not use your amulet. It's very important, everyone, to read the reset times on these terrible things. You're good, you're good, you're good. Tasani, I'm gonna give back her 64. Sean, I only have 23 hit points, not 64. Oh, thank you. Why do you only have, six, only have 23? Because I got, took the full force of the first one. Oh, so you didn't actually take the full. Yeah, he just took whatever knocked him down. Got it. Okay. Thank you for being honest. I'm going to give you a hero point for that. 32 back to Jasper. And 64 back to me. 64 back to you. So I'm going to say you disabled this by... So you reach up and you adjust the model of the city so that is all of the sound is now focused inwards on itself and is no longer a threat. And this is just a mechanical trap? This isn't like a haunt or anything? Nope. It is a hazard. So as a reaction, I would like to siphon off the healing that I gave to Taysani that she didn't need, and that would heal me to full as well. Yes. That works out for me and for everyone involved. Because I, like, I don't think Soraya had been injured, except for the last time. No. All right. Sorry about that. 
So, Matt, you are kind of correct that it's stupid that a trap gets to go without you getting a chance to go, but that's because I can't read. Well, I mean, sometimes they do, like, every so often they go off, or every turn they do whatever, but it's weird. Typically, if that's what they do, like, they roll initiative and then they act, or they go first, and then everybody else goes to go, and then they go. Like, it's weird that they would get to go, and then possibly before you ever get to go again, they hit again. So, I just think that's an odd. That would be, if that's what it was, an odd mechanic. I'm glad it's not. So, just so you know, the reason they d- it didn't affect the vampire is because if you have any relation to the shadow plane, it does not affect you. Does it affect Knife Sword then? Oh. He's a shadow bloodline. Like, his dad was a shadow. Oh. Yeah, like, that shouldn't hurt him at all. You're absolutely correct. Oh, my goodness. See, I just messed everything up. Knife Sword, you get a hero point. You know what? We're just going to mulligan this whole episode. You know what? (laughs) This is what I'm going to do. Everyone gets a hero point. Aww, thank you. Oh, thank you. Because I royally messed this up. And Knife Sword, you're back to full health, too, just so you know. Okay. Unless you don't want to be full health, in which no, case. No, no, no. You... That's, fine. That's fine. No, you'll take it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not one complaining. Not complaining. Not complaining. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's it's only fair when I mess up. So, Brianna, you have three hero points. Knife Sword, you have three hero points. Twin Talon, you have two hero points. Soraya, you have two hero points. And Heidi, who has two hero points. All right, let's try this again. It is now Soraya's turn. Okay. Well, the trap is taken care of, and there's vampires here, and one is going for ooh. So I can do my wonderful, beautiful double batch and make two more bottled lightning, or uh, bottled sunlights, because I have reagent skin. Hooray! Hooray! Yes, I'm very, very happy. Yeah, these are fun, because they don't they take like max damage, and also they fall unconscious. They fall prone, yes. Yeah. They definitely yeah. fall prone. Okay, so strikes, bottled sunlight. It's going to tell me to draw it, but I made it, so that's, that's fine. Strikes, bottled sunlight. Meow! 41 to hit. Critical hit. Sweet. Nice. Now this is my weapon. Does it still do that extra posy from the boon? Yes. Sweet. My crit effect is bomb or spell. The target is slowed two for one round. Okay. Oh boy. 3d4 plus two plus three plus 3d4. Doesn't it do max damage to them or no? 3d4 positive. It does two kinds of damage. It does the positive and it does the, the fire. I think they take max from the positive. 3d4 positive damage and three positive splash, as well as 3d4 additional fire. Positive damage only hurts undead and other creatures that of healing. Undead with a particular vulnerability to sunlight, such as vampires or wraiths, take the maximum amount of damage from the bottled sunlight, 12 instead of 3d4. For any ability that depends on the number of weapon dice bottled sunlight has, only count the positive. So, yeah, so they take the maximum positive, which is the 12. So it would be... Plus two. Yeah. So it would actually... Oh, God, I have to math. Why is it making me math? <laughs> So 12 plus 2 is 14, plus the 9 fire times 2, so 23 times 2 plus 1. Or does the posse get doubled or no? I assume it would be. Yeah. So 23 times 2 is 36, plus another 2 is 38 damage altogether. 46. 23 times 2. 46. I just, I can't math. Hi. 48 damage. How much of that is positive? 26. 30, 12, 13, 14, and then one extra is 15. I keep forgetting about the plus twos. Yeah, so 30 of that is positive. Okay, so we decided you did how much total? 48. All right. So it took a lot more than that, and it falls prone, and it's slowed. 
And I'm going to throw the other one at it. Nice. <laughs> do you have extended splash? I do. Can I hit that with the posi splash, the other one? You can. It's the 15-foot cone splash. Oh, but it's like up 20 feet, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But it's sunlight. Like, it's a bright flash. All right. Well, that, and like, I can I can also do a 15-foot cone, in which case it would be 5, 10. If we're starting here, it would work. Otherwise, it wouldn't. Okay. But yeah, sunlight. So whatever you want to give me for that is fine. It's just not letting me draw another one. Another one. Bites the dust. Another one falls to the ground. Boom, boom, boom. Copyright hit. (laughs) Ah, parody, technically. Matt, just so you know, this map is set the proper directions. I heard that earlier. North and West Doors, yeah. (laughs) All right, Christine, what'd you get? Second one was a 27 to hit. That's a hit. Because of everything you applied to them, they're just going to take right in the face. Okay. That is 20 plus 3 is 17. Plus 8 is 25. Plus 1 is 26 damage. Plus 2 from ooh. So is that 30 now? 30. 30. Would you like to describe your kill? Heck yeah. This is like the one, two, just like, and there's just like bright flashes of light and like a gout of flame. And it's just like, it just collapses into ash. Well then, knife sword. I know you hate vampires, sweetheart. (laughs) Alrighty then. Going to do a steps forward. No, get out of the backpack. Is that two actions to get out of the backpack and walk? No, it is one. Going to cast Electric Arc at the injured vampire directly in front of me. Okay. It's lying on the ground. 22. Electricity damage. And I need to make a... Reflex save. DC 33. Oh, that's right. All of your class DCs and saves went up. That is a 34. That is a success. Congratulations, you take half damage. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then... If there's anybody behind them, it would have hit them as well. 26? That's a failure. All right, all right. I see what you did there. So you moved and two actions. Ooh, it is your turn. It is my turn. I am going to crawl up this cliff face here. All right, so give me an athletics check to climb. For a natural one, I got a 26. Would you like to use a hero point? Yes, please. All right, go ahead and re-roll that. (laughs) Let's do it again. For a natural 17 on the die for a total of 42. Yeah, you can move at half speed to get up there. So your speed is 25, so you can move 10 feet up. Okay. You have another 10 feet to go. Yep, and then I come up in front of this vampire and I slash her in the face. 39 to hit. That will crit. Nice. Let's pull a card. We like cards. Number nine. Let's see what number nine has to say. This is called Throat Slash. With normal damage, the crit effect, the target takes a 1d8 persistent bleed damage. The target can't talk, cast spells with a verbal component, or breathe while subject to this bleed damage. Ooh. (laughs) You can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Regular damage. So that puts it at 18 plus one good something or other damage from Phrasma. Positive damage. Positive damage. So it's 16 regular damage. And just, all right, that's it. It's now another vampire steps out of the corner. 20, 25, and then second action, 5, 10, 
15, and now we'll swing a claw at... Ooh, ooh, child, things are gonna get deadly. <sighs> 25. Well, that's a fail. That's a almost a critical fail. I was wondering if I could kick her off the side, but I guess I can't do that. Well, that's her turn. So it's now Brianna's turn. Hmm. Interessant croissant. <laughs> Brianna sees that these two vampires are flanking her friend Ooh, and says, Oh, no, you don't too can play at this game. This is the martial aura, I'm guessing? Yes. Cool. I step all the way up here. If you take one more step, now you're in the martial aura. That's where I wanted to end up. I wanted to be flanking it with this one. So this one is actually 20 feet up still. Hmm. Get down here. But it prime for uh, Disrupt on Death. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Get down here, please. It's rather rude to face your opponents at such a distance. Come down, please. But it's over. They have the hiker. No, no. <laughs> You're casting Disrupt Undead? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a 28. It's a 32 now. Oh. Someone doubled up. That's a 31. <laughs> That's a failure. Ooh. Excellent. One. Excellent. Take 27 points of damage. Positive damage, that is. Uh, 28. Uh, it's still there, but it's unhappy. Good. What you get? Now, 5, 10, 15, 25. Five. Vampires. That hallway's like a vampire clown car. <laughs> oh, that's a real bad move idea. I'm just going to stand there. Stay there. Don't want to be flanked by knife sword. And this one swings a claw at Brianna. Sure. For a 31. Oh, bless. That, I believe, misses. Let me just quadruple check. I am le paranoid. Yeah, I missed by six. Yes, by six. All right. It's now the one that is prone and bleeding and not slowed. First action is to get up, stand up. Ooh, would you like to take an attack of opportunity? Yeah. Oh, God, that was on the 20 for a second. 30? That's a hit, but not a crit. Good. Any damage is good damage. 22? 24? Wait, I have the Marshall's Aura still, right? So it still is in effect? That's 24? The Marshall's Aura gives you a bonus, and us, to saves versus fear. Unless you take the action to activate the Dread Marshall's Aura and you do, like, your intimidation check, we don't get the bonus to damage or, like, the frightened condition on critical hits or any of the other stuff. Uh-huh, okay, okay, I see you. So you can do that as part of a rage. Like, if you raged, you could have done Dread Marshal's Aura at the same time. If you've not raged yet, then... And then the plus one. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it is what it is. Which you have not. It is now going to swing a claw at you. At ooh. That's a 30 to hit. And a miss. And a second claw. Swing and a miss. Whoosh, That's a 17 on the die for a 34. Ah, just barely hits. Woo! Woo! Did damage! I did damage! Uh, 12 points of damage. <sighs> All right. Matt, it is Twin Talon's turn. All right. Oh, and I take eight bleed. Now it is Twin Talon's turn. All right. <laughs> so Twin Talon's going to move up uh, to flank this vampire with Brianna. Hola. Yeah, he's gonna, you know, give it a case of the stabs. Looks like someone's got a case of the stabbings. 31 to hit. That's a hit. Versus their flat-footed bullshit. All right, so that's 24 damage. I'm gonna put the precise debilitation on it. All right. And then I'm gonna attack again. 
But why? I've done nothing to harm you. To harm mm-hmm. us? To harm Does that hurt and harm at the same time? Mm-hmm. Unclear. Uh, so 32 to hit? Will hit. All right. So that is 41 points of damage. Gross. Chris. Chris, Chris, Chris. Uh, Soraya, it is your turn. It's a move so nice, we'll do it twice. Uh, so I'm gonna get two more bottled sunlights. Those are ham. So I'm gonna go first for, for this one right in front of me. Uh, 34. That's a hit. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna do 3d4. Because we know it's gonna take the 12, 15, 14, 15, 16, 17, uh, 18 positive plus 8 is 26 fire. 26 altogether, mostly positive, a little bit of fire, and this one gets splashed for three. So that hits, and it falls prone as the bright lights hit it. Yep. That, and also fall prone. The splash is also positive. Yep, that's why it's fallen prone. Okay, cool. And I'm going to aim, since the one closest to me is near death and the one slightly behind that is just injured, I'm going to aim for that, the further one, and hope the splash kills the closer one. Ugh, 20. That is a miss. I will hero point that. All right. For this. Wow. Yep. Okay. Nope, it misses. Does it splash anybody? Uh, yeah, because you didn't critically miss. So I'll say it splashes both of them. How's that? Yay. Oh, does it get rid of the one that's closer? Yep. Yay, at least it did that. All right. <sighs> You're killing my fun. All right, Knife Sword, it is your turn. Excellent. Uh-oh. Yeah, the same thing as last turn. I gotta keep him guessing. That's true. So, electric arc, the two straight in the line from me. Ooh, that's so, so many deep words. Reflex. Reflex. 33 and 27. Okay. 27 fails, 33 passes, half damage. And then the one that's darker red over there, I'm going to launch a magic missile at. A magic missile... At level five. One action magic missile. All right. Nine more damage. Nine. It's dead. Woohoo. Boo. <sighs> Ooh. Oh, God. It's your turn. And there is one creature behind you. So now that I know it, the first one in front of me is dead, I'm just going to turn around with a menacing smile on my face. Can I lunge at it and, like, grapple it off of the cliff and over Brianna. You could shove it. Could I do that over Brianna, though? Like, so that it doesn't hit her? Because I imagine if it falls on her spot, she's going to get hurt. Yes, you just need to make a critical success on the shove. What is the DC that I'd be looking for? Against their fortitude DC. Mm. It's an athletics check. What is your athletics? 25. You have a decent chance at critting. Sorry, Brianna. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay. 36. So you shove the creature 10 feet and it falls 20. Oh boy. So how much damage does a 10 foot fall do, Matt? A 10 foot fall does five damage. 20 foot fall does 10 damage. So it takes five damage. Not quite dead, but almost there. You still have two actions. <laughs> yep. Ooh is gonna come down and go right in front of it and then slash. I was waiting for Ooh to just use like the people's elbow. All right. <laughs> 30 to hit. It'll hit. It's actually a 25. Oh, a 25 will not hit. 
For why a 35? Oh, because the shove has the attack trait, yes. Oh, okay, okay. When you rolled a four, it's not like it was a hard hurdle, but... Yeah. Do you want to hero point that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> why, why not? I mean, like, we're in the middle of this thing, and there's no more vampires. She's the last one, so let's, let's get it while the getting's good, right? All right, so... Big money, <laughs> 20 on the die, net 20 for a 41. Two, but not hero point. Do not waste the card. Do not waste the crit card. You get your hero point back and your minimum damage will take away the two hit points that it has left. <laughs> you obliterate that creature. Yeah, see, I just imagine that she just dumps, jumps down and lands with both feet like on its rib cage. Oh, I'll take that <laughs> super death. Yeah, all right, well. You cleared the room pretty quick. Yeah. You're welcome. You're right. I know you hate them so much. <laughs> Your ears are ringing a little bit from the loud noise. So should we head in the direction that they came from, since it might be empty rather than opening another door? That makes sense to me. All right. A half dozen 10 foot wide alcoves, each containing a pair of ancient stone sarcophagi, extend from the walls of this room. The lid of each sarcophagus depicts a carving of a reclining figure, its mouth open in a silent scream. Each of these open mouths are actual holes in the stone lid. At the western end, the hall widens into a larger chamber, its walls adorned with iron shackles hanging from metal rings driven into stone walls. So I'm guessing the holes in the coffins are for putting blood? Uh, that is a good guess. You know, for vampires to wake them up. We just get a bunch of rubble and we just stick it in there. I mean, I think this is maybe one time where we open the coffins and stake whatever's inside. Do we have stakes? I got some rations, but probably not steaks. <laughs> but I'm Get out. And I'm sorry, you said that at the end of the hall that there were like shackles and chains, like they were like you might tie something up there? Yep. They excite you. Okay. Is there currently something tied up? No. Okay, okay, the hallway widens to the north around the corner. I think you are correct. Can we just stake anything that's in these? Yeah. I say we open these one at a time and just obliterate whatever's inside with the ready actions. Do it. Does a javelin count as a wooden weapon that I can spike it with? Yes. Can I could just drop sunlight into each into the holes? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to waste the or you, not waste, but if you want to use your bottle sunlight that way, that's certainly not a bad idea. It's an option, but I I will stand back and and ready that if there's any issues when you open the coffins. It's a coffin guy. Yeah. Because we know the Rune Lord had like a, a retinue of vampires that were. Yeah, we just killed three, four. Four, I think. So maybe those are these like first two, and then the ones that Twin Talon is near, they might have some people in them. But I think, yeah, we can just go one by one, see if anybody's home. Yeah, no, nobody's no more than one coffin at a time. So, Sean, are there any sarcophagi with vampires left? We're all doing secret perception checks, it looks like. Apparently. As we're standing around Twin Talons, kind of going up to the corner here, kind of peeking around, and his eyes narrow. And he comes back to the group. He's like, there's a, looks like a, a door on the western wall up there. It's really hard to make out, but looks like the outline of a door. I mean, we should probably take care of the vampires first. They don't come up behind us, but. Oh, yeah, I'm just wandering to explore as well. Yes, as you open up the sarcophagi, there is nothing in there. In the first eight of them, there's nothing in any of them? Nope. And there's, there's no items, nothing. They're just empty. Nope, sorry. If we go through it, none of these coffins have anybody in them. Nope, nothing in any of them. Then Twin Town will go up to the door to the north and kind of point it out to everybody. 
keeping in mind, we've dispatched four already, but there are still eight more sarcophagi that are over here. We might, that might be what we come up against. Oh, yes. I think we're well prepared for that. How many did you destroy upstairs, though? A bunch. (laughs) Did you keep count? Should have kept count. What kind of game is this? <laughs> Math in my dungeon, my Pathfinder? Right? Hashtag not my Pathfinder. I want to say that there were like five in the first fight. Because there were two that were hanging out by the altar and then three that were mixing it up like with us. We've fought a lot of vampires recently. Yeah. You know what? We're going to kill everything no matter what. So let's not worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, let's just keep going. Yeah, let's not worry about it. <laughs> all right. So if we all want to move up near the door so that we can, unless unless people just don't want to be near the door when I open it. Yeah. All right. So Twin Talon's going to check the door for traps first. And if there are no traps, then he will attempt to open it. And we'll find out what's behind that door next time. No, that would be mean. I'm not that mean. Shut up, Sean. Really? <laughs> well, Sean's going to let us find out what's behind it and then not deal with it. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. All right. You don't detect any traps. You'll be like, you see the alien queen. <gasps> and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there's no traps. Then Tintan will attempt to open the door. It's a hallway. Woo-hoo. It's a very narrow five foot wide hallway. Oh, yeah. It's a bottleneck. This is probably not the worst thing. We can't get overrun. Oh, there's a door. Oh, doors that lead to doors. Weird. Doors on doors on doors. Doors on doors? Doors on doors on doors on doors on doors. Yo, dog, I heard you like doors, so I put doors in your doors. So you can door while you door. I'm going to check this one for traps, too. (laughs) All right. Let's see what you get. I can't door. Okay. Everything looks good, Matt. Don't hear, don't see, no, nothing. Okay. I expect to be Scarlet Walker staring at me when I open this door, but I'm going to turn around and motion for everybody to be quiet. <laughs> if it's a secret door, it might just like what? come up. Shh. <laughs> shut up. Shut, shut up. If I have to stuff you upside down in the backpack, I will do that. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Shh. And Twintown will open the door. Ugh, more doors. Jeez. All right. So I'll take a step out. Stop. Oh, shit. Look to the north. To the north. Clustered columns and gracefully pointed archways adorn the walls of this chamber. A double door stands in the southern wall, while two more stand in alcoves to the east. Facing these two doors on the opposite wall are two additional alcoves, each of which frame a large stone sarcophagus, with their lids carved in the shapes of screaming, reclining figures. To the north, the walls each depict a detailed carving of a cityscape made of spires and pyramids. A block of stone that appears to have been partially carved into a statue looms where these angled walls converge. That's that big red thing at the very north? Yes. Okay. It's like a big red cube. What is this stuff? I peek over his shoulder so I can see, and I'm like breathing heavily in his ear. <laughs> what are you, move over so I can see. I want to know what's happening. <laughs> well, hang on. Also, Matt, you see. Is it a vampire with wings? It is a vampire with wings. Oh, we're getting all midnight mass up in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, it's like something out of Hellraiser. It's like a cube with runes in it. Yeah. Matt, I'm going to show you what you see. Oh, no. (laughs) And we'll see you all next week. Wait, what? No. I'm the best. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.